Welcome to episode 79 of The Kraken Pod, a podcast for Seattle Kraken fans, those new and old to hockey, and hockey fans looking to have some fun. Along with you, we try to go into what lies beneath when it comes to everything Seattle Kraken and the NHL. Gonna be honest, not too much Kraken stuff cracking right now, but the Stanley Cup Finals, I gotta wrap my head around the Golden Knights being the champs. Also, too, I want to go off on a little bit of a rant here because I'm tired of Eastern Conference bias in the Kraken reaction. Award season is here, not with players, something else. We'll talk about it. Other NHL hockey stuff. We've got to talk with the Thunderbirds. That was sad, but also awesome. Coachella Valley Firebirds. No dumb questions. Why don't we have a minor league team in Washington State? That's a great question. And our three stars of the week is where Joey and I talk about what's been going on in our personal lives, and we rank them. So let's get to it. Episode 79. Welcome to the Kraken Pod. Let's go. What is up? My name is Jeff Janusik, and this is my friend and co-host Joey Cirillo. All right, man. Do you say so- let's go? You know, <laughs> did I? Probably. You know what I noticed? I loved it. I thought it was great. When I realized for a very, uh, I did this for a very long time, and I have to consciously think about this: is mm-hmm. um, if somebody sneezes, I I had been saying "God bless you." Oh, like, you say it all, you all, say your s's are sh's. It kind of came out together, like that's yeah. like. But so I like realized it one day and went, I gotta like watch that. So I. You have to say, like, God bless you, which mm. sounds like I'm being very over-enunciated, which yeah. I'm, like, doing it more of, like, a forceful blessing. Or, like, a sarcastic like I'm, blessing. Like, oh, God bless you. Yeah, like, I'm some sort of, like, just, like, zealot, you yeah. know, but I'm not. So, anyway, So, yeah. when you're killing snakes in your backyard, you're killing snakes. Yeah, snakes. Snakey. <laughs> snakes on a plane. Yeah, I watch movie. a lot of Sandler. <laughs> so much ahead of Sandler. But, yeah, so I probably did say... What did I say? I don't know. Who knows what's going on? It's such a blur. Summertime. Dude, are you watching the cup finals? I am watching the cup finals and I'm regretting it because, and yeah. you know what? Here's my thing. And I know we're going to get into it in a second here. I'm not going to ever retract all the negative shit I said about Vegas. In fact, I'm just going to double down and just keep moving forward um, with my stance on the Vegas Golden Knights. But I do have to give them credit. I mean, like this isn't, the finals haven't been fun to watch. Like game one no. was like the score I know was 5-2, but the, it was, it was, not, indic- the first it was not indicative of yeah. the actual game. Like it was a very close game. But game two last night, because it's a what, Tuesday morning we're recording? Yeah. Um, that was not, it was a complete blowout. I mean, the the best thing that happened in that game was the Kachuk hit. Oh God, that was weird. Oh yeah. That was, um, so I agree with you. I, I really don't hate the Golden Knights. I don't. I'm like, I've, I've accepted the fact that they're going to most likely win the Stanley Cup. Okay. And I'm okay with watching that. Mm-hmm. I'm jealous. I'll yeah. admit it. You know, that the expansion, they, they're the first, you know, recent expansion team to get to the cup finals and, you know, I guess win a cup, right? Yeah, I yeah, wish yeah. it was us. I wish it was the Kraken, but it's not. Uh, I don't dislike any of the players in the team. Okay. It's, but the fans are so easy to troll. Yes. And screw with. So we got, I guess we kind of no. we'll continue our packs we here on the show. Keep, we have to keep going. We yeah. have to find ways like when, it, cause they're going to win when they win the cup, mm-hmm. we have to like wait a week, let them have the glow. And then we got to start picking them apart on our social media. Absolutely. Because they're going to be so angry at us and be like, but we won the cup. Yeah. But we won the cup. We're the best. <laughs> and like, if we find ways to just like keep chipping at them, as yes. long as we can add like a little bit of misery to their summer, that'd yeah. be awesome. There you go. It's my people in Vegas. Really sad. Also, I think I'm going to do what people do for like, like the Lakers when they won the championship in the bubble and just be like, Hey, this didn't really count. Like, did anybody watch the Stanley? Like, did it even take place this year? Yeah. I wasn't tuning in. So no. I don't think it even happened. I don't even know. This could be yeah. sort of like the, the, uh, what do you call it? The birds, like the guy who goes around the country yes. who says the birds aren't real. Yes. Uh, that, yeah. if you don't know what we're talking about, Google that. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Flat earthers. Very, uh, Stanley yes. Cup didn't happen. Yep. Birds aren't real. Yep. Yeah. It's exactly. Like a, it's a conspiracy. By the way, did you see the news about the UFOs? Have you been following UFO news? Dude, you know I follow UFO news. Oh, yeah. yeah did you saw, the, you saw the whistleblower? <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. Oh. There, it's been so crazy because like we're, right. we're at a point now. Wow. We're, are we getting into the depths? We are. <laughs> Welcome to the Kraken Pod depths. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been so crazy because the it's gone to the point now where like government agencies are testifying in front of Congress on like national TV about actual UFOs Dude. and all that stuff. And no one's even like talking about it. Like it's just out there. It's not even like a conspiracy anymore. It's like, no, dude, they're real. 
um, we're acknowledging that they're real. And everyone's like, you see that Vegas game last night? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I just changed my three stars around I, so we can talk about this. Aliens. I made number two. I'm just going to tell you, it's UFOs. So I can yeah. explain what I watched last night. Yeah, I don't think I know about the, about the recent thing. Whistleblower. I, so I know that there's the, uh, it was the commander. Just wait, let's just come. Okay, come, okay. I want to okay. tease. Okay. If you love right. UFO stuff, yeah. I've always loved big the, the supernatural stuff, man. UFOs. There's like, this guy has confirmed mm-hmm. that there are, we are in possession, the United States government, of alien spacecraft, yes. right? Extraterrestrial yeah. spacecraft. Yes. And also bodies. Wait, bodies? Of pilots. Um, oh Non-human space. Anyway, that's coming up. Okay. You got to listen to the end of the pod or you can just fast forward. I right? have a story to tell you, uh, and I'll say it for your three stars. Yeah. But, dude, it's, it's an insane story. You had I, an encounter? I, based off of my personality, wouldn't be surprised. Um, but no, I have a crazy story to tell you that actually happened that you may or may not know that I think the listeners are going to be like, what the fuck are we, are we spinning off a UFO podcast? I think we're just trying to get people to listen all the way through a cryptozoology (laughs) podcast dude. I'm into that. We're gonna have a scientist on next week. (laughs) It totally like Seattle, right? Washington state, Bigfoot, like, like, yeah, yeah. Sasquatch running around Pacific Northwest. All right, there you go. All right. All right, cool. All right. So let's talk about the Stanley cup. Yeah, let's do it. We, we don't have to break it down too much game one the knights win five two and joey yeah. just said it that it was it was very tight through the first two periods yes it was and i was like well this is gonna be a great series and then the wheels fell off uh yeah. matthew kachuk went off to try and like you know be uh matthew kachuk and start yes. some shit yes and he got the misconduct and tossed out the game and all the things that was game two was that, uh, that also no, was game one okay wow so yeah. he did it back to back it was very impressive yeah. he's gonna set a record Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 trying to do something like which which again testament to the fact that he is he should be the MVP in my opinion. I I, I totally agree with you. Um, also, I'm gonna have a random take here regarding the finals, and I'm gonna tie it into the crack with what I think the crack should do in the off season. I would say that uh, Florida has a hill to climb. Was that you like that? <laughs> so, no, Aiden Hill. So that stick save that he had on the open net, I feel like was the death blow for Florida in game one. Good, great call. Un- yes. Fucking believable save. Um, Like, I mean, when I say wide open, like nowhere near the vicinity, I think he's like out of the crease, like reaches back behind him, diving stick save. I'm like, holy shit. When a guy is playing like that, um, that's not even like standing on your head. There's like an, it's like break dancing on your head. I mean, he's doing ridiculous shit out there. There's some weird similarities though, with this Vegas team and like with the Seattle crack. And I, as I was reading this information, I was like, don't make me like the golden Knights. And I won't, but it was interesting because I was reading about how they call themselves the golden misfits and how's there, how there's six players on the team that were originally taken in the expansion draft who were not left protected, who were just kind of hung out to dry, which is basically like the whole uh, what personality of this Seattle Kraken. And these six players, so Shea Theodore, uh, Jonathan Marcheseau, uh, Riley Smith, William Carlson, William Carrier, and uh, Braden McNabb, they scored three out of the five goals in game one. But those guys, again, they were taking the expansion draft with Vegas. Yes, their management has gone on and signed a lot of star players to put around them, blah, blah, blah. But dude, like the Golden Misfits, like it just, it reminds me a lot of this Seattle Kraken and our personality. And those guys are taking things uh, very serious. They want to win a cup and prove everyone wrong. And I'm like, well, when you word it like that, like, <laughs> I actually, no, I, dude, you're spot, you're spot on and everything. The stick save. Yeah. That's like, that is, that is something that shows like, this is the, yeah. the save of the season. Oh this is God. the save that like it's destiny, right? I think it would have made it like a two goal game. But it's one of those things where it's like if Florida scores there, like they're feeling themselves and that like that broke their back. It was, it was brutal to watch. Uh, I totally agree with you on that. And I actually, once we go through game two, I'm, I've got something to kind of like, I don't know. I mean, are, are we now a Vegas Knights uh, podcast? Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm barely a Las Vegas person. I just think I can like the t- and, and like I, I can like the team, yes. right? Okay. And not like the fans. And also, too, that's like the the like the ma- not the majority, but that's like the fans. We because we kind of like some of those fans, but those are the few. Yeah. They're like the mass of They're fans like the together. Marines, the few and the proud. Like if I'm sitting next to a fan mm-hmm. and talking to a fan. Uh, I actually know a guy, uh, one of my clients is a fan of the Vegas Golden Knights and, and, ha- and, and like legit, not just like some sort of bandwagon dude has been there since the beginning. And like, I like that dude. He's cool. But like as a okay. whole, yeah, together as a collective the group, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, no Siskel and Ebert individuals. If you're a fan of the Golden Knights, I like you, but like 
altogether, I don't like your fan base. I also have um, another hot take here. Watching game one, I watched the opening the ceremony for them. It's fucking weak, dude. I don't like it. Like, it's just too, like, I just feel like it's so much, it's too much like jazz hands. It's like all this pizzazz and flashy shit, but I'm watching it. I'm like, this is actually kind of underwhelming. Like, Mm -hmm. I just think it's a little too much. They set the bar high. I guess so. If that's the bar, I mean, like, I think this, yeah. And listen, I know that I'm a homer, so whatever, but I'm trying to be objective about this. I really do feel like the Seattle Kraken's opener, like shits all over what Vegas does when they, I don't know. I just feel like it's, it's a lit. it's not like if I'm there in person and I see like a guy skating out to center eyes in a freaking night uniform and they have like some graphics on the eyes of like a dragon beating a panther. I just was really underwhelmed by it. And I know that a lot, a lot of hockey, like diehards, lifelong fans like myself, they have an issue with it because they think there's like too much theatrics involved. Yeah. Get to the game. please. For me, it's not the theatrics. I just think it's, kind of corny if i'm being totally honest i watched it and i was like a little underwhelming the one thing i did think was really cool was michael buffer showed up and he was like let's get ready to rumble and i'm like this fucking guy has like five words or whatever that he has to say probably gets paid out a couple million and then he like you know cranks the horn and then he rolls out and collects his check like, that guy has the best That's job on planet earth it's called branding baby we need a, yeah. we need something like that we need to sign I off know. or something like I that i agree i you're on you're on fire right now because you're calling I feel all the, it. yeah I, if it i will agree if if anybody in the nhl can figure out how to make the in-game entertainment better or different because i think they re- mm. i think maybe that game one they realized the in-house entertainment team has jumped the shark okay. and it's a little too much and they but if anybody's going to find a way to make things entertaining again and re re-engineer it it's going to be las vegas okay you know they're going to figure that out i so, feel like paul rudd's character and forgetting sarah marshall like just do less yeah do yeah, less. yeah yeah that's exactly. how it is so game two last night again recording on tuesday morning uh so we're fresh off this and man uh that was pretty much that was like phew, um, 148 outplayed. combined penalty minutes uh, last night, which mm-hmm. is the second most ever in a Stanley Cup final game, only behind 1986 game four, Montreal versus Calgary. It's been so long since this has been done. Canada was playing in the final. Like that's Ooh, how long, like you know that. what I'm saying? <laughs> Little poke. No, but okay. So here's my, um, my big question. Then obviously we can talk about the Kachuk hit on Eichel, which by the way, it was a clean hit. I'm just throwing that out there. First off, it looked like Eichel's like toe caught the ice and he kind of slipped it. Anyways, yeah. um, is there a goalie controversy in Florida? Because Bob Roski has given up eight goals in four and a half periods. He got pulled last night after um, Vegas put them uh, put them on the board. They were up four nothing. Um, I, I just don't know what's going on. It's just nope. kind of crazy. Like, has Las Vegas cracked the code? I say no. You got to give you got to give him the nod in Game Three at home. That's yep. just my gut. I agree. You have to ride or die. Uh, if you if you lose, you lose. It was an awesome run. Yeah, they proved themselves to be a great story. You yeah. got to stick with Bob. You got to go with Bob. Give him a shot, and you go right back to him right away in Florida. And if Florida wins this game, they're right back in the series. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Okay, so the hit on Eichel. So Kachuk levels him. And and I thought I thought it was a really clean, it was a good hit. I mean, not only is it playoff hockey, it's obviously Stanley Cup final hockey. Uh Barbashev goes after Kachuk afterwards, both given roughing minors, 10-minute misconduct. Uh Kachuk scores in the third, but then gets another misconduct. He gets kicked out of the game. His second misconduct of the game, his third of the entire series. Um, Eichel, I was like, oh shit, if he leaves and he's like the leading scorer of the team, this is going to be an issue. It looked like he actually just got the wind knocked out of him. He comes back and sets up Marcia. So like a beautiful goal in the third period to like put the dagger in Florida. And that was the play where I'm like, yeah, I think Florida might be done. <laughs> like, like They might be done for the series because if he comes back and puts on a play like that, I'm just like, I, I don't know what, what you can do to, to answer that because if Kachuk had had clean hit Eichel and taken him out of the game, maybe even a couple games for the series, whatever, that can completely shift everything, even if Florida lost last night, but that was not the case. Um, I totally agree. Him coming back and assisting. Mark so, by the way, I really like that dude. Fuego. He's just... 12 goals in 12 games. So good. Yeah. And Eichel, you know, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about him, but, you know... Same. Seeing, seeing him come come back. Yeah. And, and no, that was a... Okay, like I'm, I'm doing like the golf clap. I thought his knee was messed up because he kind of, you know, he caught he caught his toe, right? Yeah. And he fell as he got hit. So, like, it was probably... I think you called it. That's perfect. It's yeah. like some wind getting like knocked Like his up. toe hit, like, kind of caught the ice. And then Kachuk was already... I mean, Kachuk was full speed already going towards him. And it was just a... It was a 
perfect like, opportunity for him. What do you call it when you like you, when you hyperextend your knee? It's one thing. Like, like it's it's the this way, but when you when you do this and it buckles under you, what is that? Is that like I don't know. same as it looked like he really like kind of squashed his. He like stretched his his knee out in reverse, it's like right? Reverse yoga. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I don't think you're like supposed to be doing that. No, that looked really rough. Um, the thing I wanted to say that I was thinking about during this game that that ties it into the Seattle Kraken, I have fallen in love with Barbashev. That is we a that is a guy that I, that one hundred percent would fit would fit the Seattle Kraken. We need somebody like that. That dude is a beast. He's a monster. He can pass like a mofo. Like yeah. he's he's got you know offensive upside. Yes, but he's just a monster. He stands yeah. up for his team. We yeah. need somebody like that. I am all on board with that. All right, cool. Because I was thinking that, and uh, I think even the broadcast was like, "Oh man, this guy's going to be an unrestricted free agent." And they like oh. named a couple teams that he'd be a good fit on. Of course, none of them were Seattle. I was like, or how about the Kraken? They were like, he's got grit. He's not afraid. They're like, he's taken out guys. He had the big hit on game one that took out one of the, uh, I forget the name of the player, but took out one of the Panthers uh, from the rest of that game. He's usually hitting two guys in one shift. Like, he's such a monster. Like you said, offensive upside. Barbashev is a dude that the Seattle Kraken need to highly, highly entertain uh, this offseason. Look, I mean, knowing Ron and what he's doing, I don't, Look, this guy's price is way high. Every oh, team's dude, watching he's him. Played himself into a into a, a to a nice little contract. Shoot. Well, he's yeah. So you know, we're everybody's every single podcast is, is recording today's yeah. hockey Barbashev. podcast. It's like, oh yeah, we need Barbashev, man. We need that guy. <laughs> so yeah, well, not every podcast covers a team that is definitely going to go back to the playoffs and be a serious contender, but uh-huh. has the cap space to sign somebody. Yeah. So I think the realities of the Seattle Kraken signing a player like Barbashev is a lot higher than the other things. Um, I agree. All right, so we are through two games the 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 golden knights have obviously lived up to the hype yes uh the next game is coming up on uh let's see what is wednesday it? i would guess wednesday june monday night uh or maybe thursday because june, june 8th is uh friday night what is today the sixth thursday night thursday, thursday night, night thursday, thursday night, night. Okay, okay good yeah. all right and traveling then, extra day off um Game four would be on Saturday. Saturday. There we go. Yeah, cool. Saturday. All right. So we'll Thursday see what happens. And Saturday. Anyway, it's it, it's still exciting to watch, and I always do love watching a Stanley Cup ceremony because I, I I like to see what uh, we're missing out on. So now here's I want to say this is if anything the thing that I'm going to be happiest about mm-hmm. if the Golden Knights win the Stanley Cup is to shut up mm-hmm. the Eastern Conference media bias. Okay. Right. Yeah. All season long, because there were so many teams in the Eastern Conference that were, you know, the Boston Bruins setting records and everybody else. And they, you know, were so far ahead of everybody else. But they, every there was like six teams with over 100 points or seven. And yeah. it was like, oh, man, look, at we got the Leafs. We got the range. All these teams are so good. Da, 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 the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference over here. Oh, man, they're just looking like uh, there's not really a good team yeah. over there. Who's going to do that? And who won last year? I mean, I'm not, I hate to say it, but the, Av- the Avs won last the Avs year. The won last year. Right? The Eastern Conference collapsed collapsed this year mm-hmm. you've got the florida panthers coming out of the east right yeah and they're getting dummied right now by the vegas golden knights yeah, like they're, they're, it's like bully hockey it's it's like close to the ref calling the fight in the third right yeah. it's like hey look this is brutal right so yeah, it's yeah, tough yeah. so the media bias versus the eastern conference which i get it most of the media the big time media the big outlets they're on the eastern conference and they're in these coasts right yeah. so like they're going to be way into all those teams and there's huge markets over there right there's yeah. not as many huge markets on the west coast but i'm tired of the bullshit of the eastern conference media bias i think it's a bunch of crap okay and it's easy because those guys don't stay up late to watch the western conference games well that's the only reason why the bias is even there right because they're not staying up to watch the west coast games and they're just watching you know freaking puck drop for the bruins at like six o'clock and then they are in bed by nine meanwhile we're staying up until one in the morning watching the kraken even in central time zone so they're not paying attention to the western con they're gonna have to obviously start because i mean if this series plays out like i think it's gonna play out uh, we are waxing the shit out of the Eastern Conference. And I have no stats to to back this up, but I, I, I feel like, you know, the Western Conference games are tighter, right, for the most part. Yeah, for the most part. And they're probably wrong if you look at the stats. Yeah, but. actually, I don't know. You're probably right because, I, again, like we talked about this in the last episode. Um, Florida, the reason why I picked them in this series is because look what they, you know, look what they did in the last two rounds of the playoffs going into the Stanley Cup. They only lost one game combined. They were on cruise control after beating Boston in seven games. So, I don't know. It's just one of those things where, 
I don't know, man. I think there definitely is an East Coast, uh, an East Coast bias. It reminds me of like what was like the '90s and make maybe early 2000s and like college basketball when there was an East Coast bias for basketball as well. It's because no one was staying up to watch the West Coast games. Meanwhile, he had a lot of really good teams. But. I'm look. I'm looking at this the the league uh, standings. If you look at the whole the league as a whole, no conferences, whatever. You got Boston, Carolina, New Jersey, Toronto as your top four. Then Las Vegas, right? Yeah. So where's Toronto? Where's New Jersey? Where's Carolina? and where's Boston, right? They, you know, half those teams got blitzed by the Florida Panthers. Yeah. Then you've got the uh, Golden Knights, Edmonton, Colorado, Dallas, and then we get to the Rangers who are trash. Then LA, Minnesota, Seattle, Tampa Bay, they're on the uh, tail end of their run, right? Yeah. And yeah, can they yeah. put some, can they get another run going? Maybe, I don't know. But anyway, I'm just tired of the Eastern Conference bullshit because of their big media, big cities, and I think that needs to stop. So I like it. When the Golden Knights win, I'm going to make sure that I go off on a rant on social media about <sighs> that. The only good thing about them winning. I'm just going to fucking gaslight the shit out of that fan base. Yeah, we have to. We have to. <laughs> I actually am excited. For, I'm, I'm happy for the players. I'll be happy for the, for, you know, the management of the team, but like, no, I, I can't be happy for the fans. So. I don't know. I can't, honestly, I can't pinpoint a single specific thing about why I just don't, I just don't like them. And I that's okay. Don't. I don't. You can feel I the way feel, you want to feel. I feel it in my bones. Feel it in your bones, and bones. that's okay. All you right. know what? You All can't right. tell me not, yeah, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I'm a grown man. I'm 40. That's right. <laughs> I'm a grown man. I'm almost 44. Holy <laughs> shit. In a few days. Jesus. Oh, that's right. It's almost your birthday. Yeah. June happy, 19th, Happy baby. early birthday. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right. So uh, let's get to uh, your Kraken reaction. Dude, ain't much going on. Not a lot. That's your Kraken reaction. That's it. All right. Kraken reaction. Right, over. Nothing. No. <laughs> So we're eagerly awaiting a lot of Kraken news, right? We're going to be coming up on the draft. We're going to be coming up on awards for yeah. the players. We're going to be coming up on free agency. Beers for Beneers, Calder, cash that out. Ooh, I need that, I should man. have, like, taken out a loan just to throw on that and, like, 5 x my money. I don't know why I don't do things like that. Probably because well, it's really risky and it would ruin my life. Exactly, if it yes. <laughs> You, you, Your Joey lost his house. You have, you do have a soul. You do have some sort of a conscience in there. Like I put a hundred dollars on it, and even yeah, even then, I was like, "That's that's pushing." Well, it. I've been betting on the uh, on the playoffs, and I color me shocked. I shot myself in the foot last night because I had a parlay. Uh, I just picked who did I pick? Um, I picked somebody to. Oh no, I picked the Knights and the Panthers to be tied after the first, mm. but I hit on you the, love that first period. I, I got to cut, I gotta cut yeah, that. You got to let that screwed. go. You got to, cause I had March so scoring. I had uh, a okay. golden Knights winning and okay. I had over five and a half goals. Oh dude, if you had the perfect parlay set up, I know, but then I added in the extra one for that. I got greedy on my yeah. odds. I got greedy. On my yeah. Odds. Because those odds are real nice. They're going to juice it up a little bit. And, and I had a bonus for DraftKings. What's up? So okay. there you go. All right. So let's get to it. Is there was some awarding going on. Yeah. Uh, that involved the Seattle Kraken. Yeah. And it comes from the broadcast team. Yeah, the Northwest Regional Emmy Awards were held. Um, I actually saw, I think it was towards the end of 2022, um, when it was listed, like, who was up for the awards. There are a lot of um, broadcasters associated with the Kraken behind it. Um, but the behind the Seattle behind the Seattle Kraken pregame show uh, wins an Emmy for live sports programs. So there were a lot of, so it wasn't just like the hosts and the announcers and stuff like that. It was everyone that produces the show. So like actual producers and all that stuff were involved. Um, but some of the winners, Tom Glasgow, 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 uh, the host, Allison Lucan, analyst. And I saw it because she was one that was tweeting it out, holding an Emmy, no big deal, kind of baller status. <laughs> Ross Fletcher host, our, our boy, Nick Olchek, who we're trying to turn into a, an evil, horrible person. And he just can't cause he's a good dude. And uh, Piper Shaw and Piper Shaw was actually, I was laughing my ass off because she's like, she sent out a tweet, like standing outside like the Louvre or something. She's like, I'm over here being goofy in Paris and come to find out I just won two Emmys last night. So I know that. What a life. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, Good for her. Yeah, no big deal. Just like on vacation in Europe and you get a text. I want like, Emmys. You know, she's got a mouthful it, of croissant. It's like, hey, yeah, where do you want me to send these Emmys to? And she's like sipping oh. white wine, just like running around Paris. Like, yeah, you're living a pretty solid life right it's there, pretty Piper. Awesome. Very deserved. Well all deserved. The, all, that, all those times, you know, spent in tunnels. Uh, freezing your ass off while watching a game on a laptop, you know, trying to do your job to the best of your ability. So I thought it was great. Piper did say again that she won two Emmys last night. So I know there was another um, award, an Emmy that was given out to another 
um, you know, show or, or, you know, broadcast team associated with the Kraken. I'm not exactly sure what that was, but I know the behind the Seattle Kraken uh, pregame show won an Emmy for live sports program. So just kudos to everybody involved with that, man. And again, like we've been beating this drum since freaking day one. Um, about how insanely talented and how awesome and how lucky we are to have this broadcasting team. And it's only gotten better, like the addition of Eddie O. I mean, like, oh, we're just going to... He's all over the finals. Yeah, and now he's he's covering the finals. And it's... It kind of cracks me up, but I want him to like let loose a little bit and do like some neighing and just like get a little weird. But he obviously has to save that for like cracking regular season games. He can't be like dropping the <laughs> on a on oh, a Stanley, on a Stanley he Cup could. final. He do could. you think he would? Oh God, yeah. Especially, I, I hope so. As, if, I want it so bad. If the if the if the game three turns into a blowout, a blowout. Yes, expect some sort of no. Shenanigans. I, I need some Eddie O weirdness. Oh, like, it's that's coming. Why I can't even freaking talk oh, yeah, today. It's coming, but man. no, that's why. Yeah. That's why that's what I'm looking for. But no, like just congrats to everybody involved. Obviously, Alice Lucan, Allison Lucan for share. I, what is wrong with me today? But for sharing this, um, I just think it, it's great. And I think it's just the very, very beginning um, of, you know, not of being recognized for all the great work that they are doing. So we're going to have to talk to some of these people here again soon. But yeah, they're they're awesome. So props to them. Props to Piper for hanging out in Perry, running around, uh, crushing baguettes, winning Emmys. Yeah, that's it. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Thank you for having the awesome broadcast team, Root Sports. We appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, hockey life uh, is good in Seattle uh, because your Seattle Thunderbirds, um, they went on to the Memorial Cup championship game. Yes, they did. Um, but they end up losing to the Ramparts 5-0. Yes. And this is a cool stat that Joey found, or at least heard, only second time being shut out all season, which is which is great. And did you did you watch? Did you see any of it? I, I did not. Um, I wasn't able to watch the game. They did end up losing five nothing. Both of their losses in the Memorial Cup were to uh, Quebec, and also I heard that Patrick Waugh is a is a part owner of the Ramparts. Did you know that? Yeah, he's the head coach. Oh shit, he's the head coach and part owner. Yeah. Oh shit. So uh-huh. I I thought I saw that he was the coach, but I was like, this guy's also part owner. So anyway, so how do you feel about that? Because that was your favorite goalie back in the yeah, day. Yeah, hated him. Yeah. <laughs> but I watched. So I watched the I watched the post game like yeah. recap right, and yeah. uh, the, what I, the, the the Thunderbirds players were like just crying and super upset. Like yeah. it, just, it just sucks. You the know, second like time that happened all season right. happens in the championship game yeah. to the team they had already just lost to in the Memorial Cup. That's sports, baby. It's uh you know they they put their all into it and they should be applauded, obviously. But yeah, Patrick Waugh wins, yes. right? And he um, he was very gracious. I mean, he's very, like, he said some really great things about his team. He didn't try to fist fight any team No, birds. no, he was pretty cool. And, you know, he's won so much. He's won, you know, four Stanley Cups. He's won so many things. He's mm. he's actually got a really great coaching record. So now the thought is that he's coming to the NHL. NHL. Yeah. So um, I, I don't know, like, I, I'm all about like seeing the turnaround. Like as a coach, you know, he's more likable. As a player, he was a fiery bastard, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and that's why he's a champion. That's why he's Stanley Cup champion. He's arguably the greatest goalie ever. Yeah, and uh, the game. I actually didn't. I actually liked him. I walked. I walked away from seeing the post game interview because he was very uh, humble and gracious, and I was like, wow, this is not the Patrick Waugh that I know. Okay. Same voice. He's got old huge, crazy beard, yeah. which is awesome. Uh, but t- totally different demeanor. So I'd be interesting to see him in the NHL. That'd be kind of cool. I'm all about that. Like, like Marty, like Martin St. Louis, yes. uh, who played with the lightning and yes. played all over the NHL. Like he's now the coach of the, of the Canadians. Yes. Like he coached last season and he's awesome because like he didn't, he hasn't coached an NHL team before. Yeah. He had, he actually has limited experience with, with coaching, but they put him in yeah. charge of the Canadians. And like, because I loved Martin St. Louis as a player, like I'm kind of into watching the Canadians do well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's funny. Cause I was actually listening to an interview with him the other day and he was talking to his wife about like how he just kind of wants to retire and chill. And he was like, the only way that's not going to happen is if I get like a high level executive job in the NHL. Yeah. And he's like, well, don't worry. That's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then now he's the head coach of the Canadians. Yep. So, so <laughs> I'd be cool with seeing, yeah. you know, I'm sure when, when he got that gig as the Canadians head coach, Patrick mm-hmm. was like, damn it. Oh yeah. You but know. I mean, his time is going to come, but also like the loss does suck for the T birds, but they set a new franchise record. They won 54 games on the season. They're WHL champions. They're also the U S division champions and the Western conference champions. They're going to hang three banners. Like, 
it's going it's to be awesome. okay. So yeah, I mean, I it's, said, it's a record setting season and it, yeah, it sucks to end on that note, but at the end of the day, like you're hanging three banners, you did great. Like life, you know, life is good. I just, I just had another thought. Yeah, that should be good. Uh, conspiracy theory. <laughs> it is going to be good. Conspiracies and UFOs. Nice. Dude, it's coming. Yeah. Don't worry. I love conspiracy yeah. theories. Jeff Rogan podcast. Yeah, over the there. Chupacabra. <laughs> Here's my chup- Chupacabra NHL. All right. So the, I'm, there is there, like maybe the Chupacabra has cursed the Coyotes. Maybe because oh. the new Coyote Stadium, right? Like the Arizona, maybe like that's where the Chupacabra lives. Ancient, cursed the t- ancient burial grounds, Indians, well, reservations. Right. Just saying. Well, yeah. They could have done some like Shit, not supernatural that's just some that's just a that's yeah. bastard stuff to do yeah but anyway like here's my thought is uh the coyotes i think they might get another season in arizona but what if mm-hmm. they go to quebec revive the nordiques oh that'd be legit who's the head coach patrick Waugh. patrick Waugh. he's already there right coaching the ramparts he played for the nordiques part owner yep no he didn't Never mind. What am I talking about? Shit. No, we were all, we're on a roll with facts. Damn it! I was like, we I actually sounded like up. we watch hockey every once in a while. Talking Son about of a bitch. Of the Nordiques. What an idiot! I don't know why you even said that. I was thinking about the it was the chupacabra. Yeah. <laughs> Menches and the succubus. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw out through the episode and throw out all the supernatural just, yeah, just beings I can think of. Yeah, 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 there you go. Pretty cool. I'm trying to think of more. All right, Co- Coachella Valley Fire, the New Jersey Devils, literal. Uh, you know, literal uh, uh, legend. So, did you know that? No. What the, the New Jersey Devil? The reason why the Devils are named the Devils is because there is a legend of a devil walking the countryside of New Jersey. Well, that would make sense. Have you ever been through New Jersey? Uh, yeah, it's a lot of greenery. Um, it's yeah. a lot of a lot of backwards farm people who talk of, really fast. A lot of interesting people. Yeah, a lot of interesting people. Uh, no, there's a legend though of, and I'm just. Re- I used to read a shit ton of this stuff back in school. Yeah, I can tell. It's I all loved back. it. And they're, 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 <laughs> so, like one in the 1800s or early 1900s, like this town in New Jersey woke up to find like in the snow hoof prints. Okay. That went through the whole town. That's just Paul Revere in a straight line. Okay, like over fucking roofs and stuff. So like whoa, Santa so like, Claus? Nah, yeah, it was like hoof prints though. Like you said, snow. I'm like just a pan it out there. style, half goat, half per. So like basically, it was hoof prints that like didn't deviate from the line, like a centaur. Yeah, maybe a centaur, yeah. right? But went all the like a house didn't stop it because then there was on the rooftops and like that sort of shit. So like whoa. elaborate prank? I don't know. That's, no, it's an elaborate prank. That's exactly what's going Did on. Did people do pranks before they had iPhones? Yeah, like, because I mean, the only reason pranks happen is to get it on. If video it, that was the original jackass it was kids in the late 1800s in new jersey and they were just taking you know like God. horse shit and like horseshoes and running around and just like clopping around and messing and messing with stuff and just covering up their own tracks. our kids i have them we have them in so many activities so far this summer and like as soon as they stop doing something like i'm bored could you imagine being in the 1800s like dad's parents must have been like go out the house and and play a prank on the entire town and scare the shit out of them i don't care just get out of my face but after you're done shoveling manure and yeah. providing you know vegetables go birth that calf real quick yeah. get out of here i'm bored julius i also wish like i could just play outside all day and then the second i get out of the pool i'm like i'm bored feed me yeah that's how <laughs> dude that's like I, you sound I am, like my I, children i am that person yeah no exactly. but unfortunately i had to look at myself and be like oh it's up to me i can't to say it out loud i can think it but i have, I have, to, to, I have to feed myself take it myself all right, so Coachella Valley Firebirds, right? So the the hockey world around Seattle and the Kraken, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, because the Coachella, Coachella, Coachella. Coachella. Take over, tap in for me. Yeah. <laughs> tap, tap it in. Tap, 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 yeah. yeah, so by the way, they won game five Saturday night in Milwaukee. That was the first time that a home team has lost in this series. And like I said on the last podcast, the series doesn't start until the home team loses. I called that win. I hope people listen and put some money on it. Um, but last night, they won 4-3. to three. They are officially the Western Conference champions, headed to the Calder Cup Finals. I'm so fucking pumped for this. And it's actually like a cool little twist because it's going against the Hershey Bears that if people don't know, they're based in Hershey, Pennsylvania. They are the oldest franchise in the AHL. So you have the oldest franchise versus the newest franchise. The first game is Thursday night. Uh, the Hershey Bears are the development team of the Washington. Washington Capitals, and they are going for their 12th Calder Cup championship of all time. So you have um, Youngblood, uh, you got the old school team. I'm fucking pumped, man. Like, this is a really great, it's a great storyline, and I'm really, really uh, pumped for this. I'm going to try to watch all the games as much as here's I can. A, here's a picture. God damn it. Of the Jersey <laughs> Devil. It's like a horse with a little wing and, Je- and a yeah. hoof. 
This is, this is great uh, podcasting thought. But no, Jeff is literally just Googling New Jersey Devil and then turning There's not his, much going on. I mean, there's a lot going on. Turning his laptop around to show me. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, but also, too, the mm-hmm. Kraken is a cryptid. Yeah. The, a Kraken is a legendary supernatural I just feel like being. Our, I feel like our ADHD has, like, mind-melted today. But it's working. I yeah. feel good. No, we're rolling. I, th- yeah, I feel we're like we, we're really on our game still. No, you know, it's the middle. Good. It's the off season, it which is. is hard to do. So it like, is don't, hard to do. other podcasters take this take the summer off. We're yeah. still like at it. Yeah, you're welcome. And we're still pretty jacked. I mean, like you know. Yeah, I mean, we I, are I, supplementing. Have been working out a lot. Yeah, we have. Well, actually, just <laughs> bought some steroids off Amazon. Nice. That'll yeah. that'll be safe. I'll just inject that in there. You're gonna be yelling at me a lot. You're gonna start breaking out. Well, I will say this: is I don't know what I'm gonna do when hockey is over because I don't necessarily like betting on other sports. Okay. Uh, basketball, I like betting on other sports, like basketball, but that's going to be ending soon, right? Although it's a series. It will be ending soon. I think, by the way, I think the Nuggets are going to wax Miami game three in Miami. I don't know. Game two, they kind of figured out how to play defense. Here's right? the thing. I watch, I've watched actually both games in their entirety because it's been, a, I, I do like the NBA playoffs a lot, and I also like kind of root for the Nuggets and like just Joker is an amazing player, but the reason why Miami won that game is because like they like they just didn't miss their shots. Right. They had to play like the most perfect game possible to like even just like squeak by Denver. And I think Denver's gonna come out and handle business. Oh, uh, they could. Is it Jokic? Is that how you say it? It's Jokic. Jokic. Yeah. Okay, I just good. call him Joker because I get self-conscious about how no, to I knew, pronounce his name. I knew you knew how, I, you call him Joker because I knew you know how to say it, but I was yes. kind of like Jokic, <laughs> Jokic. I knew it was an itch, but it's Jokic. Yeah. Okay, good. Jokic. Yeah. Asking for uh, clarity on that. But mm-hmm. okay, so what's cool about DraftKings Sportsbook and the app is that you can bet on almost like every single freaking sport, anything at all, which is fantastic too. Like big time right now in, in Louisiana is like the college world series. Like that's gearing up, which is super fun to watch. Oh, uh, by the way, did you hear the big golf news? Uh, no, I don't. You, you oh wait, no, the PGA has merged with, with live. live. Yeah. And live is, is like, like the Saudi Arabia, like, yeah. Oh, hey, we're going to inject a hundred billion dollars or whatever oh, into this. Thing. The PGA. Please was, explain that to me. Like I'm an idiot. Cause I am. Oh, okay. So, uh, for this, we'll pause. Dra- so DraftKings sports, Book, DraftKings Sportsbook, but here's what it is: is uh, last year, two years ago, Live mm-hmm. formed their own golf league to make it fun yeah. and crazy, and, and they, they were basically, throwing piles of cash at people. They enticed a ton of big name golfers away from the PGA Tour, like Brooks Kepka. Yeah. He's a Live player. Yeah. Um, Phil um, Mickelson. Mickelson, thank you very much. Come on now, I know he's so, a lefty. He's a so, boss, and they threw crazy money to get people to watch Live. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, PG, the PGA was like, "Screw you! You're banned for life. You, you're done. You're." Toast, we're burning your cards. You guys, you went to our enemy. Get out of here. Now, golf the, is such an old school game. The big deal was that, you know, it's a Saudi backed uh, golf league, right? Yes. And that's, you know, there's a lot of uh, bad yeah. juju around there's that a weird, because there's right. like a lot of politics and stuff. A lot of politics and, and linked to terrorism, yeah. the Saudi government, all that sort of shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, I, like, I get it. you know, so a lot of people were not happy about that. Well, it's been like very, like, ooh, gosh, you know what? You, you're, um, you can't, no live players can play in PGA tournaments and da 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 da. But it did drive some like uh, uh, competition and there was some controversy, which golf kind of needed. Golf well, needs that. Today they announced, and I haven't read the details of it, but the PGA and live are partnering up, merging. Yeah. And that's big news because for the longest time, the PGA was like, we are so righteous and we are yeah. above it, da, 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 which goes to show you that money solves all problems, which is true. I mean, yeah, it's also one of those things where I remember when live was being launched and I was reading into it how it was backed by the saudis and a lot of people were up in arms over it, and rightfully so but i always try to put myself in like the opposition to be like well how would i feel if i were in this situation listen it's easy for me on the outside looking in to be like oh i can't believe you would do that because it goes against x y and z but i also don't have somebody knocking on my door being like i'll give you 250 million dollars oh, i'd be like yeah I'll, one bit. I'll fucking i'll fucking no sell you my firstborn child are you kidding me that no. much cash like let's do this right now so no. it's one of those things where it's like dude they have an unlimited amount of money and resources they're throwing it at everybody and the pga has finally given it as long as there's not like golfers um you know like taking golf clubs and beating each other's heads in or fans heads in yeah any sort of controversy is a good thing that so i think preferable yeah it yeah. would be kind of fun to have something like that which could maybe that'll be the next thing is like how do we how do we level up on getting attention for our league we Combine live with American gladiators, bring American gladiators back with live golfers. Yes. And then make them like golf to the death. And then whoever wins is allowed back in the PGA. Yeah. And they're also a billionaire. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they absorb everybody they kill. They absorb yeah. their money. Yeah, exactly. So like, oh, I killed Rory McIlroy yeah. on the PG. Well, he's in the PJ, but I ki- I killed Phil, who got paid like four hundred that million dollars. Yeah. So then like, you absorb everything. So it's like you not only beat him, but you way, ruin his entire Kepka family. Kepka would kill everybody. Kepka's like Jack. He oh, would dude. just crush everybody. Yeah, he would literally kill everybody. All right, so DraftKings Sportsbook. Official sports betting partner of the NHL, the NBA. They have something going on right now still with the finals going on. You can make, uh, uh, as a new customer, a $5 pregame Moneyline bet. Score $150 in bonus bets if the team wins, right? And there's so many different ways you can bet. It's so awesome. On the finals, the hockey NHL finals, they're, they're giving away bonus bets for picking first goal scores. They're giving like bonus um, odds for doing same-game parlays. We just talked about that. So there's no sweat same-game parlays. There's tons of cool stuff. you got to open the draft. DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, place the same game parlay on any NBA game. If that doesn't hit, you get a, a bet back up to 10 bucks. So there you go. So um, make sure you download the app now. Sign up with the code THPN. That's the Hockey Podcast Network, which we are members of. The Hockey Podcast Network, THPN. Use that code, and new customers can make a $5 pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN, all right? There, see our show notes for details. It's not necessarily uh, legal to do this in every single state, so check with your states, all that good stuff. But uh, thank you, DraftKings Sportsbook, for uh, sponsoring the Kraken Pod. And now it is time for No Dumb Questions. Excuse me. I'd like to ask you a few questions. No Dumb Questions, this is where, like, you don't know something about hockey, which, shocker, nobody knows everything about hockey. It's crazy. But don't feel bad if you feel like it's a dumb question because you can ask us and we will answer it. We'll find it out for you. No judgment because, remember, we are a podcast for those new to hockey and those that have been around for a long time all in the same pool there. So what is this week's No Dumb Question question, Joey? This week's question comes from Christine Ann Salazar, and it was her first time writing in, so shout out to her. What's member, up? Member, <laughs> what up, Christine? What, what, what? What, what? what? <laughs> member of the Kraken Pod fam, and it was actually cool because she like gave us a timeline. She was like, I found your podcast and started listening in like, uh, like late fall of 2022, and she was like, so I've missed a bunch of, of your questions, and I immediately wanted to reply back, well, then go back and listen to every episode, yeah. starting with episode one. Yeah, what, Do you really support us? First off, you give us five stars, wherever you listen and then yeah. you listen to every yeah. episode on repeat yeah. anyways what, what's your name again christine salazar christine ann salazar okay so i'm gonna give her a, a cryptid middle name i'm gonna say christine ann skunk ape salazar there you go that's a florida version that's the like the swamp version of bigfoot did so you know that you just, the skunk um, ape i know now how many mythical like, we need to get into three uh three stars of the week yeah. um the question is though the mongolian death worm's pretty cool <laughs> that's a good one yeah I should just tile the episode Mongolian deathworms. Everyone's like, what in the fuck were they talking about? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. No, so it's a great question. Um, and it's like, it's very relative to what's going on today. And the question is, why is the AHL affiliate team located in Coachella Valley and not somewhere in Washington? So why are the Coachella Valley Firebirds um, associated with the Seattle Kraken? And why are they not in Washington? This is a great freaking question. And the answer is, so in late 2018, that is when the new ownership group of the Seattle Kraken um, actually formed. And at that time, they also had to start making plans to acquire like a minor league affiliate. And they were starting to look at the American Hockey League for that. So you fast forward a couple months later, now it's early 2019. And basically the ownership group had it narrowed down to two choices. So their first choice was an ECHL team. So an East Coast Hockey League team. And that was the Idaho Steelheads. That team is based out of Boise. So they could either promote that team. And so a quick note here on the ECHL is that they they, like if you're looking at like a baseball standpoint, they are like the double A of hockey, whereas the AHL is triple A. So they're one level below that. So in order basically for them to work with the Idaho Steelheads, they would have had to promote them into the AHL. The only other option was they could form their own team in Palm Springs, California. Well, it's kind of a no-brainer. I'm not knocking Boise, but Palm Springs, California is pretty sweet. You have a bunch of you know billionaires hanging around who just bought a freaking... What's wrong with Idaho, dude? Uh, you got a problem with Idaho? Uh, a lot of KKK out there, Jeff. What? Yeah. I lived in Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> I lived in Arkansas. Oh, I know. Northwest you did. Arkansas for yeah. a very long time. Yeah, you were a mascot at football games. And one of the one of like the epicenter of the KKK is like just outside of uh Northwest really? Arkansas. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, it's uh it's is it Huntsville? I think it's Huntsville. It may not be Huntsville, but uh yeah, it's it literally there's like billboards for the KKK oh. in it's it's like notorious like don't go through that town. It's like don't oh. go through, it's like it's like still yeah, no, no, no. It's 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 Jesus. bad. So don't don't knock 
Don't knock Idaho, man. Okay. Don't knock them. All right. You've been to, I've been to Boise. I know, I've been in Idaho a handful of times because I used to go over to Pullman, shout out WSU, and, pa- and party over there. And we would drive over like the border and like you can, like buy booze or just like go to like a house party or over there. We used to go to Moscow a lot. Well, now it's weird because Moscow's been all in the news because that's where the uh, those uh, teens in that house were all killed. The, the Idaho killings. That all happened in what? Moscow, and the guy was at, was going to WSU. This we are we got, we are cryptids. And you don't killings. know about this story? No, I don't. Oh, dude, Google Brian Koberg. I don't want to. I don't. No, see, I, he see, stabbed I'm gonna stick all, all these kids to death in cryptids. Moscow, Idaho. All right, anyways. Cryptids. So what? I happened, don't want real life murder and death. There's too much of that. <laughs> it's a fascinating story, but this guy's a fucking psychopath. Anyways, moving on. Uh, so the two options again were the Idaho Steelheads and Boise. They had to. They would have had to promote them from the ECHL to the AHL, and the other option was Palm Springs, California. And they're sitting around. They're a bunch of rich people, and they're like, you know what sounds awesome? Starting our own team in the AHL. Yeah. We're gonna go to Palm Springs, California. We're gonna build the Acrisure Arena. It's gonna be awesome. We can brand everything. We can can control everything so that is what they did and in the inaugural season while the arena is being built while the team is literally being formed um if people remember the kraken shared the charlotte checkers with the florida panthers until the firebirds were formed so we had uh, a real east coast team in charlotte um but that was just for the inaugural season just so we had an affiliate that was kind of like a placeholder until we had the firebirds Okay, so it basically comes down to this: is like you can't just show up and be like, "Hey, we're just going to pick a team, put it wherever we want." Not at all. You have to go through the process of saying, "We'd like a team." Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll give you one, but we have to find the cities. It's just like the same thing in the NHL. Yeah, you can't just you, be yeah. like, "Hey, I want to just start a team here. Can we do it?" And then you narrow down your options, and their options were like, oh, "Are you going to promote this Double A team right. to the Triple A? Are you going to build your own team in Palm Springs, California? Like, we're going to build our own team." And this stuff changes all the time too. Is like you saw, is like you just heard Joey say, is like we shared the checkers with the Panthers. Yeah. Those deals that happen all the time there's lots of times where teams will like just switch like just they'll sign uh, another affiliate and they'll drop one and they'll move on to different spots so the deals change yes. all the time so yes. what we have now as far as our uh, affiliates in the minor leagues may not be the same in five ten years yeah I, I completely agree this stuff is always shifting and it's crazy because I really appreciate the no dumb questions selfishly because it gives me a reason to like nerd out and look into the history of yeah, this stuff. Me too. I have a really hard time still wrapping my mind around like all the different hockey leagues, how all of them are interconnected. It's not linear, that's why. No, it's yeah, exactly. It's not it's not linear. So it's one of those things where it's just like, I don't know, it's but it's really interesting to figure this stuff out. Like I didn't mm-hmm. know that the ECHL was like you know, the level below the AHL until I was looking into this. So I really appreciate that. So shout out Christine. What, what? That reminds me too. Uh, ECHL reminds me that I went, look, remember I was talking about the Florida Panthers jersey yeah. that I had. It, I, I must Did you have, dig it up or did you not no. do it? I knew I, it. No, I, no, I went looking for it. Oh, okay. I went in the attic to look for it. I do not have it. I must have given it away to somebody or somebody stole it. One of my shitbag friends from back in the day. <laughs> um, but uh, I did find a Cincinnati Cyclones ECHL jersey, which Dude, is pretty sweet. Hell yeah. Yeah. So when I was a radio host in Cincinnati, I went uh, uh, and I would do on the weekends and sometimes on the weeknights, I would do the in, I was the in-game host for the ECHL. I, like, I was the guy walking through the stands and hosting games on the ice. Oh shit! Because I fucking loved hockey, and I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll get fifty. I'll get a free jersey and get paid fifty bucks a game to do it." Yeah, you get to hang. And out I had and nothing else to do because I was long distance with Megan at the time. Oh yeah, I had no shit going on, so yeah. like, I was like, "Oh, I could go drink all night with my friends, or I could go do that occasionally, and then yeah. drink the other nights." I was gonna say, or you can just combine the two. Yeah. So basically, we're, what you're saying is, watch out, Piper Shaw. Jeff Janusic might be coming to town. I if I if I would not <laughs> if I would not have stopped my career uh-huh. as the in game host mm-hmm. as the ECHL Cincinnati Cyclones at the time. I would, I could possibly be right there with Piper. Now, Piper is infinitely more talented than than I am, mm-hmm. right? You'd be uh, with the Idaho Steelheads in Boise right now, it, prob- probably. Yeah. Yes, probably. Anyway, so there, there you go. That's uh, this little tidbit. So, three stars of the week. Three stars of the week. This is where Joey and I we rank stuff that's happening in our personal lives, what we're into, all that sort of stuff, and we call it our three stars of the week. Uh, I'll start with mine because I really want to get to number two, which is I UFOs. know, I know you do. <laughs> I'm going to tweet this out right now as we're recording this. The equipment sale is tomorrow. Uh-huh. It's tomorrow. The the team, Seattle Kraken equipment sales tomorrow. I need to put out a tweet asking if anybody's going to this thing mm-hmm. so they can buy hockey gloves for me. Mm-hmm. Ideally, I would, in rank and order, I'd want Vince Dunn's 
Um, I would take uh, really anybody's, but uh, <laughs> Jared McCann's would be pretty cool. Anyway, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm looking for is the equipment sale. I'm going to tweet. So that's my third. I'm excited about that. Okay. I did just buy some hockey gloves. I just revived. E- I forgot eBay was a thing. So you're buying, you want gloves, but you just bought more I gloves? I just buy gloves for like 10 bucks. I was oh, like, okay. oh, I might as well buy these, but I'm going to get these cool ones if I, anyway. So long story short, I got to remind myself, tweet to somebody to be my buyer for the equipment sale. And okay. do that right now. Okay, you, trying you, to whore out the Kraken Pod fam. Well, give them something. Yeah. Give them some. I've got some koozies, like a finder fee. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Some, okay. All right. Cool. My wow. third star of the week, and I'm going to go through it quickly so we can talk all things UFOs and mythological creatures. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. My third star of the week is the Ted Lasso finale, and I put it as my third star because I am happy that it happened, but it honestly fell really short for me. Now, I'm not going to go into details of it. People are, you know are listening, they might be watching it, they haven't caught up, I don't know. But if you watched it, it was one of those things, and again, I'm not going to give anything away, but it was one of those things where I felt like they just were trying too hard for the tearjerker moments. And I will defend the show in that I thought this season was phenomenal. Now, the first couple of episodes were kind of like, eh, And not a lot of people, it looked like we're talking about the show. And I was like, is Lasso going to fall off this season? But then it got incredible. I think the turning point of the season was the episode where they all went to Amsterdam. That's all I'm going to say about that. It was for a number of reasons. But the show was just hitting on all cylinders throughout the rest of the season. It was so, 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 so good. But the finale for me, I'm like, I just felt like they had so many like organic moments throughout the season where... I was like crying watching it like, fuck, I love this show. Like this show is so good. But the finale was just like, you're trying a little too hard. Like I didn't even get close to feeling kind of anything. Um, you know, there was obviously it's some, hard. It's gotta be hard it's to gotta write be like hard a to end wrap. of series but, yeah. one show. Yeah. I, listen, I, it's got like, it. It's like to, to land the plane, right? It's mm-hmm. gotta be really hard to do all that stuff, but I'm going to defend some other shows. I thought Succession and Barry landed the plane on like their finales perfectly. Like I was okay. very happy with that. how both of those shows ended. Um, and with with the Lasso finale, I just uh, it kind of fell short. But other than that, great season. I think that means the show's over for it is. That's it. Series finale, which sucks because that's three shows I've really enjoyed watching. So I'm gonna have to find something here to like latch onto and become fucking obsessed with and stop. Talking. I appreciate that trend though. Of of series being good series, yes, ending it when they know they should. Yeah, like like Breaking Bad, I feel like did a really good. Um, uh, Sopranos, I mean, there's the, only a few that the Sopranos finale was controversial for me. It wasn't. I was like, oh, I'm very happy with this. Yeah, um, yeah. But but I do like you said. I love when a show um, from the very beginning has a beginning, middle, and end, and they don't drag it out to make a bunch of extra, you know, fucking money, and then the show ends up sucking. So anyways, yeah, the lasso finale, it, it is what it is, man. I, I wasn't like, it wasn't horrible, but you know, yeah, do less. Okay. Well, uh, uh, all right, let's go into, let's go into your, all right, we've stuff. talked so much about UFOs and stuff like that, but here's, I watched a video last night, mm-hmm. right? It was a, a, I forget which, I don't know if it's CNBC or whatever, but so apparent, so over the last, if you, I'm just going to update you real quick on UFOs, right? Mm-hmm. First of all, uh, over the past like five, six years, the government has officially, said yes there's shit going on mm-hmm. that we don't know what these things are yes and they now call they don't call them ufos anymore they call them um like uh unidentified it's like arrow is the acronym okay arrows it's like unidentified and it's really weird it's okay. really how they classify but there's now a whole um bureau of the government that tracks these things so they've officially admitted that there's unidentified flying objects that they don't know what what they are and they track them and they have now started to put out footage of like fighter pilots yes uh following like whole oh mic and you hear their banter as you yes. see their their like cool like on onboard cameras going like what the hell is that look at that thing fly so like they've admitted yeah this shit there's stuff going on right mm-hmm. there's things out there well this um there was a huge article apparently like a couple years ago um, all about all of this in the New York Times, yes. um, Washington Post about like all this stuff that's going on and how the government's officially now saying, okay, this is legit. Mm-hmm. Well, there is some guy, a high-ranking Air Force guy that has come forward and did this interview where he basically said, hey, look, like I know that I'm obviously putting myself on the line, my career, obviously, but also too personally. Yeah. Um, but uh, I have it from sources inside, and I didn't see it, but I've talked to many people who have told me that there are indeed... Uh, non-human spacecraft like 
a lot of them yes. in possession of the United States government. And that of course also means that because some things have been intercepted while flying, but also crash sites as well. Yes. That means that, you know, we are also in possession of non-human pilot bodies. That's and, fucking terrifying. And, and that's not amazingly awesome. No, I love don't get shit. me wrong. I, I love it, but I'm just like, I'm also like, you know, this is a giant revelation. Maybe that's why we have AI ready to battle you know, like we were inventing AI to bat. Maybe it's not like, oh, AI is going to like crush us in Terminator shit. We're going to need a lot more than AI. Jeff. We need AI to take over. <laughs> I'm not going to go on chat GPT no, and be like, I'm aliens sorry. are here. What do I do? I'm, they can't be that advanced if they're crashing this shit into our planet. Completely disagree. No, like if they're Completely crashing, like, disagree. oh, fuck a mountain. We don't have those on our planet. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, dude, didn't you super advanced spacecraft account for that sort of shit? Didn't you take a look before you came down into our atmosphere, started zoom, zipping around and that sort of crap? I I feel like stuff is still going to happen. Like there could be a malfunction with their technology that made Then them- they're not that advanced. Things happen, dude. No. Like we're pretty advanced and we still have weird shit. Look that how far we've come time. with vehicles. Like a nineteen eighties, you know, station wagon would break down every ten miles. But now like yeah. vehicles are so efficient yeah. and Tesla's shit. going like zero to sixty in, you know, fucking two seconds and it's not it's like is that even street legal? Car makers don't even want you to like change your own oil anymore. You know what I'm saying? So like it's just, <laughs> they're so efficient. So like get it together, UFOs. Get your sh- we we can't we must be pretty advanced if we're able to capture these things. I'm just saying. I, I okay, well, guys, well I'm not we worried all, about we all have iPhones and Google pixels. Like, I don't, I don't know, man, but I will say that, um, there's a really famous, uh, story that you probably know cause you're into this mythological shit and I love it too. Test me. Uh, commander John Fravor. Have you heard that story? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Give me the details. So he is, I think he's retired Navy, but he's the guy that, and I think it was the early two thousands. Um, and he was, uh, he was a fighter pilot, but he off the coast, I believe was San Diego, um, actually caught footage of a legitimate UFO and he, and he's super high ranking. Um, and he's the one that like, he has like some of, if not the best footage of a UFO from, um, a plane flown by somebody who's military personnel. And he's like, dude, I don't know what the hell this is. And he has come out publicly and been like, I've talked about this with my command. They basically told him not to talk about it, to shut up. Um, we started talking to other pilots and they were like, dude, we see these things all the time. We don't know what the fuck is going on. So he has now come out and been public about it. But Commander John Fravor is like one of the dudes who has been like leading this charge on everything. And then there's a random, you'll appreciate this story. So there is a, I don't know if it's like a, a myth or something or like whatever you want to call it. But back in the day, it is rumored that President Nixon met with Jackie Gleason. So like at the peak of Jackie Gleason's career, do you know this story? No, like the honeymooner, Jackie Gleason? Yes, Jackie Gleason. So Nixon was a big fan of Gleason and invites him, I don't know, to the White House or whatever. It's like, hang out. Like, so hey. Check out this alien shit we got. No, dude. that's what happened. No. So they, so they got the, ripped and said, look at this laser gun so we yeah, have. So the story is, is that Nixon. Never heard this. Gets hammered. And then, and then to Gleason is like, hey. You want to see like some real top secret shit that only presidents have access to? And Gleason's like, uh, yeah. He was geeking out over Gleason. And he Gleason. showed him not just a spacecraft, but he showed him like a body. And Gleason swore that it's true. He went so like crazy from it that Gleason built a house to resemble like almost like to the T visually what he saw of the craft. So he has like an alien house that was actually up for sale like a decade or so ago. So all of this is out there. And then Gleason's wife, I'm Googling this. Gleason's what? wife is the one that came out and said, Jackie Gleason built this house based off of what Nixon showed him because it changed his life so much that he couldn't get it out of his head. No, swear to God. I've never heard this. This is a great story. I know. I'm looking at the house right I now. I know. This is a real That's a weak design though. That's obviously a 1950s model UFO. Not like the cool ones they have now. It's like shit. See, like they're that's why I'm not scared of these aliens. Like they're still trying to advance and stuff like that. We gotta stay ahead of these humans, man. They're like only like we're only like a hundred years ahead of these humans. Well, there's another, and I'm forgetting his name right now, and I really, 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 really wish I wasn't, but there was another another dude that's come out and he's been like at the forefront of all this stuff, and he's brilliant. And he was a propulsion engineer. I'm brilliant. What are you saying? I mean, are you a propulsion engineer? Are you are you building anyway? I mean, I put gas in my car. So basically, <laughs> I mean, that's close enough. Yeah. Sometimes you mix up diesel for unleaded, but that's fine. We I all was, make mistakes. Well, there's a lot of gas options now. <laughs> yeah, Non-ethanol. Yeah. What is 87? Yeah. I want regular 87. You what look at this? like the three options, you black out. Yeah. No, so um, I forgot this guy's name, but he was a, a brilliant propulsion engineer. He was contracted out by the government. It was super, super top secret stuff. And he came out and he was like, hey, 
just I want to let everyone know that we recovered a craft. We were able to like get it going and figure out what it was. The engineering capabilities of it are things we have never seen. My job was to reverse engineer this craft, which we have not been able to do. Like we don't understand this technology. Like it doesn't even make sense, like what it's capable of. Oh, and also like there's bodies and stuff too. And we have multiple crafts. I've seen them. I've worked on them. This is real. And the government came out and they were like, this guy's lying. He's full of shit none of this happened. And so people started deep diving into it and come to find out this guy is not full of shit. They verified that he worked at this facility. They verified all of his coworkers. He was on like all these logs that he was an actually, uh, he was an actual employee of the place. And then they had him do like a walkthrough of the place. The guy knew where everything was. He knew everyone there. So it's like, yeah, he's not making this up. And if he is making it up, his story has not changed for like three decades. And so he's either like the best liar of all time or he's telling the truth and the government's like, shut the fuck up. You're not talking about this. Oh man. Welcome to the Kraken cryptid podcast <laughs> brought to you by paranoia induced by <laughs> way too much weed and caffeine at the same time. I have not eaten lunch. And yet. here we are now totally. Yeah, yeah. I actually have eaten a banana and had lots of okay. coffee. So no yeah. weed, no weed for All me. Right. Makes me too paranoid. Great, uh, great second star. That's probably the best star we've ever done. That might be. I just yeah. have it as UFOs. I'm do, you, are you, do you like that Jackie Gleason story? How crazy is that? That is pretty badass. And Nixon gets wasted. He's like, you want to see some shit? No, yeah. <laughs> I would expect if I go to hang out with the president. Oh, Dude, I'm, I if want, I'm the like, president, I'm dude, getting hammered drunk. I'm sure. showing my friends so many things, and they'll probably get murdered by like, a government operative. It's fine. Sure. All right, this, I, is, this, is, this is a wonderful, this is a great moment. Now show me the real shit, man. Right. Show me the real <laughs> cool shit. Is there a button that I hit under your desk? Yes. And then I would like start touching the desk in the Oval Office, and they'd be like, you know, send me down to the clink. You'd be like Trump, and the button was just to have somebody deliver a Diet oh, Coke. He's showing everybody <laughs> everything. Yes, yeah. He's like, like, what's this button do? That's the Diet no. Coke button, you piece of shit. Anybody in his circle knows everything, all the secrets. They know all the stuff. He's well, like, hey, check out hey, UFOs. We got, what's going on? Well, me- well, dude, do you remember the um he had a uh, UFO the, party, the old school Chappelle skit where he was playing the president, and they were like, what's going on with the economy? He's like, you know what? You want me to tell you something? He's like trying to obviously dodge the question. He's like, I'll tell you something right now. M A R S, Mars bitches. That's right aliens are here like, like he's like just dodging everything and being uh, like y'all want to hear something i got aliens that's exactly what's going on uh, what's the controversy today don't think about the aliens oh my god all, all right, right all that's right. my number two moving on this is a, a very giant pit my second star of the week is just sonic I, the hedgehog I, or the restaurant the restaurant the fast food chain, chain. i just love sonic every time i see one i have to pop in i popped in yesterday and it's the same well, you order pop in and get uh, Route 44, Cherry Limeade, yep. and an order of mozzarella sticks with extra marinara. So uh, there you go. Dude, I just have dots, dots. I, I, it's a toaster sandwich. If you're getting a burger bun there, you are a bitch. Well, dude, on the way you back. Get a to- you get the toast. That's the only thing you can do. So on the way the back. Texas from, toast. <laughs> you'll, you'll fucking, you'll love this one. On the way back from Nashville, driving nine hours after I was at a gay club until 5 a.m., and then on like three hours of oh, sleep, yeah, I like woke up. Over. Well, I stopped at a Sonic on the way on the drive, like the very first the thing. Breakfast I did. toaster sandwich, even worse. I got oh, those like, are beautiful. I got the foot long chili cheese coney. Oh, what time of with day? the mott sticks? I don't know. Ten a.m., eleven, yeah. whenever the earliest they could possibly yeah, serve dude. a piece of shit like me. You suck down a foot long on the road. Dude, not only that, I'm lactose intolerant, and I crush mott sticks with extra marinara, and I had the Route 44 cherry limeade. I literally Good had God. to drop dumpage in every state I drove through that day. Why it was bad. <laughs> That's just hilarious. How is, uh, on next week's episode, we're going to have a new segment called How Has Joey Punished Himself This Week? By the way, Alabama, surprisingly really nice rest stops. So I was like, oh, this is really nice. If I wasn't dying yeah, right now true. on the Alabama's inside, good. I would I would be appreciated. And they have Bucky's. Yes, they do. They do, which I don't fucking get it. Anyway, so I don't get that. I don't stop there. No. Fuck that shit. All right, so... <laughs> All right, uh, my uh, whatever my oh yeah, my number one star. We're going on Disney Cruise at the in mid July, and the fucking countdown is on, and I'm so fucking pumped. I can't nice. fucking wait for this is the best. I Disney it's not like me talking. Disney right could now. use Disney. We're at the we're at way in the depths. I don't give a shit. Goofy's like oh gosh. Not even my friends or family listen this far <laughs> in. So fucking Disney Cruise are gonna be fucked and fucking crazy in the Disney. I can't wait. Like we went to Disney with the kids for the first time mm-hmm. last April, right? We're like, we got to do it. Kids are still in that magic era. We got to do it. Yeah. And we didn't, we weren't looking forward to it. We're like, ah, it's just going to be whatever. And we walked away from that place. Like we get it. We get it. We get the Disney hype. We're not going to be the adult Disney people. Cause those people are fucking weird. Yeah, you will. No, we're not. Uh, I will never step foot in there without kids. Um, but I will enjoy it immensely when I'm there, but the, they do shit the right 
way. This ain't no carnival cruise, and I'm pumped. I can't wear the whole thing. We're going to Alaska, Pacific Northwest. Damn. Vancouver, we're flying in there for three days. Okay. Like, shit, dude. I'm going to be right in Seattle's back door. Nice. Like staring fondly across the border. Sounded weirdly sexual, but I get what you're saying. No, you're making it sexual. <laughs> you're making it sexual. It's on you. All right. Anyway, that's my number one star. 40 days, man. 40 days. I'll be rocking. Everybody look out for Jeff to be in the Pacific I'll Northwest backdoor, baby. Here's the best part. Yeah. We're going to be in the Pacific Northwest going up to Alaska. It's going to be like 50 degrees every day. Yeah, that's Meanwhile, summer. it's going to be freaking El Nino, 100 degrees in Louisiana. So we'll be nice and cool. That's the best part is that we'll be like air conditioned the whole time. So I am El Nino. And in case you don't all bless Benyol, that the, stands for, for the, the Nino. Nino. <laughs> oh my God. That's awesome. My, uh, my first star of the week is the Coachella Valley Firebirds. And that's my way of saying, I also haven't had a lot going on this week, but no yeah. shout out the Firebirds, like Calder cup final. Fantastic. Uh, they took care of Mil- of the Milwaukee admirals on punt for this team. Pro Joey pod, pro goalie pod, uh, pass Cartier. He was doing his thing last night. So all good things. I'm rooting for them, and it's going to be awesome, man. The pipeline for the Seattle Kraken is so freaking great. And, yeah, like the Stanley Cup finals are on, and I'm excited. But, man, this offseason for the Kraken, especially when they sign Barbashev, shit is about to be lit, as the as the kids would say. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I like, the, like when the kids talk. All right, so there you go. Three stars of the week. It has been – I can't believe we squeezed an hour out of this episode. I can't because we're feeling it today, man. We we're are. feeling it. Well, thank you very much for feeling it. If you've made it this far, holy smokes, thank you. You are definitely a Kraken pod fam uh alum so we appreciate that i did put out the tweet in the middle of the last 10 minutes that said hey if you're going to the the team sale let us know please let thank us know. you for staying focused on yeah. the podcast. no i was i was tuning out when you were doing the whole uh, ted lasso thing <laughs> but anyway thank you for listening to this podcast wherever you listen we love a five-star review we're working on some things over the summer we really want to take this thing to the next level with you so we appreciate that so uh enjoy your summer we may be talking about a new stanley cup champion next week I don't know. I know. I don't really like that, but the it Florida is what Panthers, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we would by this time. We wouldn't, it could happen. Yeah. Crazy thing. Just give happen. us seven games, man. I just like, I want hockey as long as possible. Yeah. Just give us seven. That would be cool if we got seven. So anyway, have a great week. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you following on social at Kraken Pod pretty much everywhere. And we will leave you with our chirp of the week. That's where hockey players talk trash to each other on the ice. So there you go. Uh, we'll leave you with that. And I will say this as well. Honey Island Swamp Monster is the Cajun Sasquatch and is a ape-like humanoid that has been found in the swamps of uh, near the Pearl River, which is on the border of Mississippi, uh, Mississippi and, and Louisiana. Louisiana. So Honey Island Swamp Monster, the Cajun Sasquatch, which is freaking awesome. It's just a guy in a ghillie suit. Also, well, there's a lot of there's a lot of these ape-like Bigfoots all around the country. So like, if there's any real cryptid Yeah, out and there, all the photos are blurry because it's not real. It's just like a big guy who hasn't shaved in a while well, running, through the, running through the woods. Well, no. It's like, what, is, what did Mitch Hedberg say about Bigfoot? <sighs> maybe he's just blurry. Yeah, maybe he's just blurry. That's right. That's God it. damn it. Rest in peace to a uh, legend. Ah, the legend, Mitch. All right, anyway, here, here's your chirp of the week. Have a good one. What you need to do is get yourself a time machine Go back to the moment when your mum was about to fuck a sad little man with no athletic talent, pull her off him, fly her to Argentina, and drop her onto Maradona's cock. <laughs>